What's going on out there, podcast world? You're tuned in to Stay With Me, and I'm your host, Dennis. And since you can't see me, I want to give you a visual of where I'm coming to you from. I'm sitting in the cab of the 1956 Chevrolet Task Force pickup truck. This is going to be my studio. It has somewhat of a studio feel. The sound quality seems to be pretty good. So we're going to roll with it. And that's where these podcasts are going to be coming from right here out of the cab of this 56 Chevrolet Task Force pickup truck. It's actually a rat rod, but we'll get into that a little bit later. I want to first say thank you to anyone and everyone who is tuning in to this podcast. This is something totally new for me. I'm usually out in front you can see me talking and I'm being very descriptive of what I'm doing because I'm actually showing you things. And I'm referring to my Instagram page, which is Patina Code. Some of you may know me from my Facebook page, Patina Code. Others may know me from my YouTube page, Patina Code. This podcast, Stay With Me, is going to be full circle with all those things. What we're going to be doing here in this podcast is putting a finer point on the art of home-built, driveway-built, garage-built, backyard-built, hot rods, patina rods, rust rods, rat rods, restorations, ground up. Anything that's been built by the owner, we're going to be talking to those people directly and just getting their point of view and listening to the struggle and strife of building your own project vehicle. Now, that's not to disinclude anybody that has not built their own vehicle. Let me put it like this. First and foremost, everybody is welcome. I have no qualm with someone who has sent their ride to a shop to be built. Or if you paid a mainline shop to build your vehicle for you, I have no problem with that and have no problem with you. It's pretty cut and dry. Okay, so here it is. The house that I own, I did not build it. I bought it. Now, is someone going to be mad at me because I bought the house that I'm living in and did not build it with my own hands? I'm not a carpenter. So it's the same way I feel about people who have their rides built. Some people just don't have the mechanical ability or just don't want to do it because quite honestly, it's a headache. No matter how good you are at building anything, it's a headache. So please understand, everyone is welcome here. I have no problem with the aftermarket. I love the aftermarket. The aftermarket makes some pretty amazing things. If it wasn't for the aftermarket, it's safe to say that we would basically be like in the stone ages building vehicles every vehicle would be pretty much a rat rod without the aftermarket with all the innovations and all the technology and just the plain and simple ease of insulation for some things the aftermarket is wonderful and i have no issue with the aftermarket i am involved with a few aftermarket companies so by no means am I saying that if it's not pieces laying around your shop, then you're not building. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I want to focus on the people who are putting a nine to five 
work weekend, 40 hours a week, busting your ass at some job, come home and do 40 to 50 hours a week in your garage, working for nothing, building your project vehicle. Those are the people that we're going to be talking to. Now, we are going to have some guests that represent some aftermarket companies because they make some products that I use on the vehicles that I build. So again, I have no issue with the aftermarket. I have no issue with mainline shops that build vehicles for people. They are providing a service and they're damn good at it. The shops that are reputable. They're providing the same service for people who want hot rods built as carpenters and home building companies are providing for people who want to buy a house to live in. So you see, I have no problem with any of that. As I said, I just am really focusing on the man and the woman that are out there busting their ass, staying up late at night, putting the finishing touches on the vehicle that they built by hand. And we're just going to get to enjoy each other's stories and listen and talk because that's what podcasts are about. So in the future, I plan on having a few guests from aftermarket companies to talk about some products and innovations. And then we're going to have a lot of people on here that have been building their own project vehicle and they're going to be sharing details with us about it. I got a very good friend of mine who is a mechanic. Nowadays, they call them technicians. We're going to do a podcast about the LS engine. He's very knowledgeable. He works at the Chevy dealer and he worked a lot on the Duramax. So he's got some valuable information for people out there that are looking to do LS swaps because believe it or not, there's a lot of people that don't know much about anything. I, for one, don't know much about anything. I know what I know. I know old school cars, but I don't know every single thing about an old school vehicle. I'm here to learn as well. So I got a guy that's willing to come talk to us about LS engines because that's the things that he deals with and he knows the ins and outs. He's actually building a turbo powered LS motor for a gremlin. It's going to be pretty cool. I can't wait for it all to come together. But I'm just saying, everyone's welcome here. And I'm hoping that people will enjoy this podcast. As I said before, I like to be upfront and showing things that are happening. So in the future, I might record the interviews with the people and then give you guys visuals. And then, of course, put these on YouTube for you to check out. But coming up on my YouTube channel, it's going to be pretty cool because the next vehicle that I'm building is going to be a 1952 Chevrolet five window pickup truck, advanced design pickup truck. And I'm going to build it in such a way that it's going to be user friendly. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of people out there in the world that want to build vehicles, but they do not know where to turn a lot of people look down on people who ask questions or want to shun them because they ask something that might be trivial to them, but the person is asking the question seriously has no idea. And then that creates an issue with this person not even bothering wanting to build a project because he was snuffed by somebody that he looked to for advice. 
That's not going to happen here. As I said, though, I do not know everything. And I'm also here to learn things. But this next truck coming up that we're building, it's going to be the official patina code truck. And I'm going to do try to do as many things bolt on as possible and make it easy for somebody who's wanting to build one of these vehicles just to be able to look at my videos and go about putting their truck together. Of course, there will be some welding involved where you're going to have to weld axle brackets to the rear end for the four link, but everything is going to be pretty much straightforward. And I do think that a lot of people are going to enjoy that. So let me get into a little bit about myself and how we came to be with all of this building and this patina code it just basically started with me wanting to build a vehicle first i wanted to learn how to build a motor i had no idea my regular job has nothing to do at all with the automotive field and i would ask a couple people about building the motor and they were willing to tell me things but then they were they were acting like it was some sort of alchemy you know Oh, now, if you don't do this right, it's not going to be. I'm like, you know what? Okay. So what I did was went out to the flea markets. And so I'm here in Missouri, and that's what we have, the flea market. Nowadays, we're starting to get little swap meets. But, you know, I went to the flea market. So the flea market is basically like a swap meet. And it's a place where people just sell their junk, really, right? So I would go there on a mission for one, to find as many old Snap-on and old Craftsman tools as I could, and to find old build books, like schematic books on the small block Chevy motor, small block Ford. I'd look for service manuals for Chevys and Fords, anything that I could gain knowledge from. And that's what I did. I wasn't accustomed. I did not grow up with the internet. So I wasn't accustomed to opening a browser and typing in a question. The way I gained knowledge was reading and then doing. So after I got my books, I did go to AutoZone because at that time they sold the engine rebuild books. And I picked up one of those for the small block Chevy. So I found me a motor and I was like, OK, this is what I'm going to build. Now, I didn't have the capabilities to mic it, you know, mic the bore and all of that. But I'd gotten what I thought was a sound motor. So I disassembled it, paid attention, tagged and bagged everything, took it apart the way that it said to take it apart in the book, sent it to the machine shop, had them mic it. They said it was cool. And all it really needed was to be honed. And I said, okay, listen, this is what I want you to do. Hot tank it, knock out the freeze plugs, the cam bearings, and I'll take it from there. They were willing to put the freeze plugs and the cam bearings in it, but I wanted to do it so that I could learn the experience. All I really wanted it was for it to be hot tanked, checked to make sure that everything was going to be straight, and then it was good to go. Got the motor back, and I assembled it. That motor is actually sitting in this truck right now, and it runs great. So, I just learned a few things by reading and doing, and then I picked up more things. I had built a 1972 Chevrolet truck. I wanted it to be straight. So I made it straight. Don't have a clue about body work, but I figured it out. It took a little trial and error, but I played with a lot of sheet metal, just pieces and trying to straighten them and whatnot. And I got the truck looking pretty good. Dabbled with a little bit of filler and it came out nice. One day I was out being an idiot 
And I run the truck off the road down in a 60 foot ravine. And on the way down, I hit a bunch of these little pine trees that were growing down there and it destroyed the driver's side, the bedside of the truck and it tore it up. So the truck still ran and everything. I was out at the store one day. A man was checking out the truck when I was coming out the door and he's like, oh, that's a nice rat rod. I was like, man. And I took offense to it because I'm like, this isn't a rat rod. I didn't say that, but that's what I'm thinking. And I'm like, whatever. I'm like, all right, thanks, man. You know, and on my way home, I'm like, man, what the hell's wrong with him? You know what I mean? But when I got home, got out of the truck, looked at it. I'm like, no wonder he thought that. It looked like the Incredible Hulk picked up a boulder and threw it at the side of the bed and just pummeled it. Right? So I understood why he said that. So from that point on, I'm like, I'm going to build rat rods. Now, when I build a vehicle, I take it completely down to the frame, clean it, and then redo everything. Ground up build, but then we put the crappy body back on it. I pay a lot of attention to detail under the hood and inside the cab. I like the interior to be nice and pristine. Also, get the bed looking really good on the inside with the wood. And then we go from there. So that's where I'm at. And I want to do these podcasts because I want people to be able to come on and just share their experience. Like I just shared a little bit of an experience with you guys. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this podcast. This is the inaugural podcast for Stay With Me. And if you're interested, please subscribe. And that will give me the indication to continue on with these podcasts. When you get time, go check out some of my social media pages, get a feel for who I am, a feel for what I'm trying to accomplish and a a feel for what I do. Go check me out at Patina Code on Instagram. Check out my YouTube videos. Just go to your Google browser, type in Patina Code. You can type in Patina Code, all one word, or you can put Patina Code as two words and then it'll come up hit videos and then it'll show videos that are on the youtube page i got a pretty cool video on the breakdown of a c10 chevrolet wiring harness a lot of people like that video and i'm glad because i just want to help people i've discovered things and i show people things and if i learn something i'm not going to covet the information I want to share it because I've been there to where you want to know something and people are just acting like it's some big ass secret and it's really not. They make schematics and everything, but the schematics can be confusing and I understand that and that's why I put those videos out. also have a video on YouTube that's pretty popular with the lace painted rooftop done with spray cans. It's not professional, but it looks pretty good and I just show you a basic lace paint job you know i think it turned out good and so do a whole lot of other people and that's why i decided to share that video because i'm gonna be honest with you there is a lot of work into going into making a lace paint job look like what you see on the tops of 62 63 impalas you know the west coast lowriders it don't look nothing like that but it looks pretty good for a guy with no prior painting experience so before i get out of here i want to drop a couple more things on you so my partners ls fabrication which we talked about you can check out their website we have a promo code that is good 
for use on any of the sheet metal products that LS Fabrication makes. And by sheet metal products, I mean the toe boards, the firewalls, the kick panels, door panels, the radio deletes, the vent cow deletes, the gas door delete. So any of the flat sheet metal that they produce, you can get 10% off simply by entering patina code, all one word, in the coupon code section of their website. And their website is www.lsfab.ca. If you're building the 47 to 53 Chevrolet pickup truck, that's the place you want to check out. They make a lot of awesome, cool things. Billet door handles, billet glove box, billet speaker, grill piece. Those I cannot help you out with a discount on. But any flat sheet metal work, you get 10% off when you use promo code Patina Code. So check that out. That's LSFAB, www.lsfab.ca. You also can check out my store site, which in the future I will be carrying products made by LSFAB. And I also will be carrying products made by Joe's Racing Products. But we'll get into that a little later. Right now, I have some apparel that we've made up. Patina Code inspired apparel. And the website for that is Patina Code llc.equid.com that's my online store site I have t-shirts in all sizes if there's a size on there that you need that you do not see in the particular shirt that you want you can hit me up with a direct message through instagram at patina code p-a-t-i-n-a underscore c-o-d-e let me know the size that you're looking for in the style of shirt and i will definitely get that ordered in for you. The store link is in my bio and it'll take you right to the online store. Or like I said, you can just type in patina code LLC dot com, and that will take you to the store site and you can check out some of the shirts that I have available for you guys. I really do hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And if you enjoyed it, don't hesitate to subscribe because as I said, that will give me the notion to continue with these podcasts. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay with me.